Hello, and welcome to another Veterinary Team Training Podcast. My name is Amy Newfield, and I'm both the host and owner of Vet Team Training. Please check out my other blogs, vlogs, and podcasts at vetteamtraining.com. Today, I want to talk to you about the new buzzword, quiet quitting. Some of us understand what it is. Some of us don't have a clue. Some of us have never heard of it. But one thing's for sure, it was created on TikTok, and it's now being talked about in a lot of workplace environments. So what exactly is quiet quitting? It's been around since about the beginning or the spring of 2022. It's a term that was really created on TikTok, and it's kind of gone viral. And it's really resonating with millennials and Generation Z workers who are kind of looking to rewrite the workplace rules. The reality is, is that those who use the term think it's new, they think it's some cool, sexy thing they created, but it's not. It's just employee disengagement. That's what it is. It's about disengaging from your job, not wanting to do anything but the bare minimum. You want to just come in, take home a paycheck, work just the littlest bit, That's really what quiet quitting is. It's not true quitting in the sense that you're gonna go and leave your job and quit. Nope, you're gonna stay at your job, be completely disengaged, barely do what is required of you in order to actually get paid. And it really seems to be a manifestation from the pandemic. You know, there's always been burned out employees, but the World Health Organization and the American Psychological Association confirmed that In 2022, burnout continues to rise, especially from a chronic workplace stressed environment. It's roughly estimated that about in that great resignation, 47 million workers voluntarily left their jobs in 2021. They just were so burned out from the pandemic and from everything going on, they just quit. And I think we can understand why, you know, it's not just about workplace environment that while we blame workplace on the majority of our stress, the reality is, is 2020 and 2021 and still continuing into 2022 tends to be record setting stressful between the United States elections that have been happening and the conversations that are currently happening combined with the pandemic. Now we've got this monkey pox. It's, it is all consuming just a level of stress. And then You mix in gun violence and unfortunately things that are happening in the Supreme Court. It is seeming like we can't get a break from the level of stress outside of our workplace environments. And it used to be that we could go home and we could enjoy a relatively, you know, as stress-free environment as possible. But now, again, since 2020, for those of you who had to homeschool your kids, I mean, that year was record-setting stressful. And then, of course, unfortunately, people died of COVID. People were sick from COVID. Just when we thought we were kind of doing better, Omicron, January you know, 2022, we got hit with that. A lot of people got sick. A lot more people died. And it's just all-consuming all the time that outside of our workplace environments, we're dealing with massive stress levels ever since 2020. So really, when people are thinking about quitting in 2021, and and we're starting to see people going back to their jobs in 2022, I can understand why the great resignation happened. Again, 47 million people just up and quit their jobs in 2021 because they're just so fried. They wanted to take away one thing, one stressed thing in their life. And the thing that they could control was their place of employment. And so when we look at this term quiet quitting, it has a lot to do with those factors where people unfortunately are still feeling the effects of the burnout, feeling the effects of the stress, 
They're not willing to go above and beyond, and so they're quiet quitting at work. Again, let me be clear, they're not walking out of their jobs, they're still engaging in their jobs to take home a paycheck, but that's about it. It's just a term for employee disengagement. And again, the millennials, the Gen Zs, they tend to be the ones really representing this quiet quitting phenomenon. And while that individual may think they're doing something completely new and revolutionary, they're not. Employee disengagement has been around forever. So let's talk about how it looks in a workplace environment, and then let's talk about how we can hopefully get our employees back on track. So what does quiet quitting look like in a hospital setting? Well, it's that employee who comes in just barely on time, that employee who most definitely wants to get out on time, refuses to pick up shifts, refuses to maybe change their schedule, refuses to help out their teammates. If somebody gets sick, there's no way that person is coming in. And then throughout the day, they're going to avoid things like cleaning or stocking or maybe even talking to our pet owners. Whatever that looks like, they're trying to disengage as much as possible, do just very much the bare minimum, and go home. And it's not just amongst veterinarians, veterinary technicians and nurses, or even our client service representatives at our front desk. It's also amongst our managers. And when we're looking at our practice and hospital managers, we see it manifesting and they're just not showing up. That's the reality. We have our hospital who's functioning or trying to do the best they can, but they're saying things like, I don't know where my manager is. I barely see them. I don't know when they come in. Do they do anything? And the employees may be contacting them via email, text messages, phone calls. Hospital manager sometimes gets back, but largely it takes a couple days. They're completely disengaged from their job. The reality is, is that quiet quitting actually is pretty undermining for the actual employee. It's a self-undermining concept because unfortunately, when you announce that you're quiet quitting and you tell your colleagues this, what it means is I don't give a shit about this position anymore. I absolutely hate my job. I'm probably burned out and well, you can go all F yourself. That's really what it means. And for the hospital team members who are really working hard, who are putting in the effort, this person who has announced that they have quietly quit, unfortunately, they start to become so disengaged from not only the hospital, but the team as well. So while they think that they're doing themselves a favor, they're actually doing themselves a huge disservice because they're actually creating a complete riff within the hospital team. Since this term is relatively new, I can't find experts who understand quiet quitting. I mean, this is a made up term that someone made it sound sexy and cool and it went viral. And as such, there's different definitions. For example, in one article I read that was written by a CBS reporter, they said it's actually different from someone who's engaged. It's actually someone who just does exactly what's expected, but isn't gonna go the extra mile. So they're still doing a good job, but they're doing their good job and that's it. So I think that there's varying definitions out there. Largely though, it's not someone who's gonna go above and beyond. They're not gonna do anything than what's more like actually expected of them. So again, is it expected of you to actually come in uh, or stay late for your shift? Um, is it expected of you to pick up on call shifts? Is it expected of you to come in if someone calls out? And if the answer is yes, and you're not doing those things, then that is someone who's actually disengaged and probably not doing very well. If the answer is no, we want our employees to 
you know, come in when they can if someone calls out. Well, then they're not necessarily disengaged. They're just not going above and beyond. And maybe that's quiet quitting. What we do know is this is a way for individuals, particularly the younger generations, as they are cited to be very unhappy with their workplace environments right now when they're polled. Um, this is a way for them to push back against the employer expectations. It's to kind of give the power back to the employee and say to the employer, I'm not gonna let you push me around. I am going to do my job, but just my job, and don't expect me to do more unless I'm gonna get paid more. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. When we think about it on that surface level, it's actually probably a good thing. For years, unfortunately, we know particularly in the veterinary industry, we have unfortunately maybe abused some of our employees. We expect them to work late. We expect them to come in early. We expect them to work ridiculous hours or to absolutely pick up on call shifts. We expect them to do these things. There's still veterinary employers out there right now that unfortunately expect their employees to pick up mandatory on-call shifts with no extra compensation. That's right, they're getting paid nothing, but they have to do it because it's part of the job. That's actually illegal in pretty much every single one of our 50 states in the United States and largely illegal in most other first world countries. You can't tell someone that they have to pick up shifts and have to be on call with no pay. As an expectation and part of the job, they actually do need to be paid for those hours to, su to some degree. And states vary on what you need to pay them, but regardless, they have to get paid. You can't just say, I require you to do this. You have to sit home, not do anything fun, and if I call you in, then I'll pay you. No, that's not how that works. By the sitting home, that's part of the job, therefore the sitting home part requires them to be paid, just as a complete aside. So with all of that said, when employees do quietly quit, is it more just saying, I'm going to do my job, but I do expect that if I'm going above and beyond for you to pay me, and if so, that's not quietly quitting, that's just performing your job very well. So personally, I don't like this term. I know people think it's really catchy, super cool, but I don't get it. I actually think the term works against you. You know, somebody wrote on LinkedIn, I love this, it just means you're doing the job required of you during work, normal working hours, and then you clock out and live your life. So we've become so work culture obsessed that doing your regular job is now referred to as quitting? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, nail on head person on LinkedIn. I absolutely agree with you. It's very confusing. People don't know whether or not the employee is disengaged entirely, just doing the bare minimum, doing their job to the best of their ability because that's totally okay. And is that called quiet quitting? Nobody really knows. But unfortunately, there are tons of popular TikTok videos out there. And now we're starting to see it seep into other social media platforms from Facebook to Instagram to LinkedIn, whatever that looks like, we're starting to see it on even big business websites and news reports, and even CNN is reporting on this. So how big of a problem is this? Well, there was a study that was done in August of 2022 by Resume Builder, and they put out kind of this survey to figure out how engaged or disengaged employees were. They found that across all age groups, only about 25% of workers are saying that they're doing the bare minimum at their work in August of 2022. About 30% of people between ages 
25 to 34 said that they're doing the bare minimum compared to just that of 8% for anyone over the age of 54. So it definitely seems to be a younger generation. I'm just going to do bare minimum. But the good news is this. 75% of your workforce is going and doing better than just the bare minimum, right? Like they're going ahead and doing their job to their fullest and maybe going above and beyond. So meanwhile, there's some controversies and older workers are bashing this idea of quiet quitting, saying that essentially the younger workforce is lazy, self-indulgent, and lacking a level of professionalism. I don't believe any of that. Instead, I actually think the younger generation is just trying to make sure that they don't have a workplace environment that abuses them. And that's probably particularly true in veterinary medicine. That said, again, I dislike the term because when you utilize the term, you're basically saying to your employer, F you, I'm just doing my job, that's it. I don't really care that much about the workplace environment. And I actually don't think that's the message, particularly in veterinary hospitals, that younger workers or any worker actually is trying to get across. They're just trying to make sure they're not abused in their workplace environment. So let's be clear, if we're utilizing this term because we're disengaged and we're actually trying to do bare minimum or trying to get away with things that are slightly less, that's different. And if we're an employer, let's talk about some solutions. One, if you hear someone is quietly quitting, you probably need to talk to them. There's something going on. They're obviously disengaged or they don't care about their job that much. So we need to figure out, are they burned out? Let's talk to this person. Come from a place of kindness and compassion. Sit down. What's going on? I heard you say that you're quietly quitting. What does that mean? Figure out the definition. Does that mean they don't care as much? Does that mean that, oh, listen, I really do love this hospital. I'm going to work to my fullest and my best potential, but this is what I'm doing and I'm not doing anything more than that. So let's really figure out what is their idea of quietly quitting? Because it does vary. And then secondly, that quiet quitting person is throwing you a signal. They're saying to you like, hey, I'm not happy here probably. So figure out why they're not happy. They need to have a real conversation between you, the employer, and the employee. As an aside, individuals who walk around and tell their colleagues, oh, I'm quietly quitting or I've quietly quit. Um, honestly, it's a manifestation of people not being able to have candid, grown-up conversations with their employer to say, I can't keep going above and beyond. I unfortunately am feeling really burned out and I'm feeling stressed and here's where I'm at in this role at this hospital. This is what I am able to give to you and nothing more than that. That would be a mature, candid conversation between two grownups to explain exactly why I'm going to continue to use the word quietly quit or why I wanna use the word quiet quitting. Um, unfortunately, that doesn't happen. So people walk around and they feel really like defiant. They tell people, you know, secretly they're gossiping to their colleagues. Like I have quietly quit from my hospital. <gasps> you did? That's so cool. That's so amazing. Instead of having an actual grown up conversation, I'll be perfectly honest. Just go have a conversation with your employer. And I hear some of you saying, my boss, my manager isn't going to understand my level of burnout. Well, then go find a workplace environment that helps to support that because it's probably not a healthy place for you to be. If you're listening to this and you might be somebody who are thinking about quietly quitting or you have used the term quiet quit, I want you to question your motives and your goals. And I want you to say, what is it that I'm hoping to achieve? Why am I unhappy? Why am I about to use this term? Why am I telling people that I have used this term? What, what does that look like? 
If you could go back to the very first day you joined your veterinary hospital, I guarantee you, you did not think about quietly quitting that day. You thought about the fun that you had. You got to place your very first IV catheter, do your first spay or neuter or dental prophy at that hospital. Whatever it was, you did something amazing and you probably went home and told your friends and family about how great your job was. How can we get you back to that feeling? So if you are the person who's saying, I am quietly quitting my job, we need you to do a deep dive into why are you saying that? Because clearly something's going on. And then I would encourage you to have that conversation with your boss and manager to do a deep dive into why you are unhappy and how to get you back to that place of happiness. So while I dislike the term quiet quitting for many reasons, because it's plain confusing and nobody knows, does that mean you're doing slightly less work, the same amount of work? Are you going just like doing a great job while you're there, but you're not gonna go above and beyond? What it really does mean is, I don't want my employer to take advantage of me. More workers are questioning why they should put in 120% when their employers aren't actually putting back the same effort and looking out for their needs. If their employer isn't gonna look out for their mental health, if the employer isn't making sure that we have a psychologically safe workplace environment, if the employer isn't making sure that we can go home and have as good of a work-life balance as possible, well then as an employee, why am I investing in that above and beyond? I'm probably gonna become a little bit disengaged. I'm gonna do a really great job. I'm still always gonna be there for my veterinary patients because that's the driver of why I'm in veterinary medicine. But really, I'm probably not gonna go above and beyond. The other reason I don't like this term is again, it kinda undermines the employee. So if you as the employee are thinking about using this term or you have used this term, please know that unfortunately you're undermining yourself. While you may wanna maintain your employment at this workplace environment, guess what? Job security is definitely on the line as soon as you announce that you have quietly quit. Some economists believe the US could tip into a recession at any time. We get very concerned about that. It's pretty much on a daily basis. We talk about inflation, rising interest rates, and, and a potential massive recession. For those of you who worked through 2008, the recession was a very real thing. People did lose their jobs, and yes, they lost them in veterinary medicine. We as employers started to having to make really tough decisions. You know, I fared fairly well. I was super lucky, but I was a more senior veterinary technician at an emergency hospital. And so I was very fortunate that I didn't lose my job. And luckily at my emergency hospital, we didn't fire anyone in 2008, but if they quit, we didn't hire anyone. So for individuals looking for a job during that time, it was very difficult. So we do expect that if we start to see a massive downturn in a recession and you're an employee that said, I am thinking about quietly quitting or I have quietly quit or I'm not going above and beyond, well then job security is definitely on the line. The other thing is when your boss is looking to consider someone for a promotion, well, guess who they're gonna go for? The people who do go above and beyond. And yes, those people are unfortunately not getting paid their value during the time that they are going above and beyond. They're adding in extra work. So the ones that are coming in, staying late, you know, coming in early, they are definitely going to be the ones that are picking up extra shifts. But guess what? They're probably gonna be first in line for that promotion as opposed to someone who's just going to do their job. So you have to ask yourself like, are you happy with just doing your job and never expecting a promotion or a career advancement, whatever that looks like? 
So as an employee, you are walking a fine line. What's the message you're trying to deliver? And again, I would go back to having those wonderful, true face-to-face conversations with your boss. Exactly where's your unhappiness? What exactly are you trying to message? Because the term is confusing at best. I know many of you are like, I don't wanna be exploited by my boss, but I also wanna still be in line for a promotion. So what does that look like and how can you get that promotion while still having a work-life balance? I believe that one-on-one FaceTime with your boss is probably best to express your concerns as to why you feel like you might be being taken advantage of, but also that you care deeply about this role, this position, and you still wanna be an invested employee at this hospital. You just, again, wanna have a good work-life balance. So on the flip side of this, there's a lot of people who are encouraging this movement, right? So Adam Grant is an organizational psychologist. He's also a best-selling author. And he wrote this tweet in August of 2022. He wrote, quiet quitting isn't laziness. Doing the bare minimum is a common response to bullshit jobs, abusive bosses, and low pay. When they don't feel cared about, people eventually stop caring. If you want them to go the extra mile, start with meaningful work, respect, and fair pay. 100% Alleluia. Robert Reich is a, a psychologist as well. He's a Berkeley professor and he wrote the following. He said, repeat after me loud enough so mainstream media will stop running these misleading stories. Workers aren't quiet quitting. They're refusing to be exploited for their labor. When you pay people what they're worth, they will want to work for you. All right. I love it. Absolutely. So on the flip side, when we say quiet quitting, maybe it's not a terrible thing. Maybe it's just calling out the fact that unfortunately we are exploiting our veterinary workforce. So there's some great points on both sides of this. On one end, we have employees that are trying to have a good work-life balance. On the other end, we've got employers who are saying, well, yeah, but if I'm going to promote someone, I am going to promote the person who's going above and beyond. I need people in my hospital who really want to invest in the hospital. So let's figure out what we can do. As I mentioned, I don't like the term quiet quitting. It's stupid. I'll be perfectly honest. I'm not going to get on board with that term. All it does is say to your employer, I don't want to go above and beyond. I'm just going to do bare bones. Instead, what I would rather people do is have this conversation, either as individuals or as a team, sit down and explain your concerns. We're concerned because we're working 50 to 60 hours a week. And especially if you're in a salaried position, super uncool. This is why practice managers burn out because they feel like their boss, perhaps it's a corporation, expects them to work those 60, 70 hours a week. Don't do that. Instead, instead of saying the term, I'm quietly quitting, just have a conversation and say, I can't keep doing this. I don't have a good work-life balance. I'm going home late every single day. If you're a veterinary technician or nurse and you are constantly being the one to get called in, you need to have that conversation. Don't quietly quit because as an employer, as a boss, I would immediately think you're disengaged, you don't wanna work here, and trust me, if a recession happened, you might be the first person to go. And that's what most employers are gonna think. So instead of getting angry that you're being exploited, have that conversation instead of just throwing out a cool, catchy term that literally no one understands. And those who are using it don't understand. Are you doing less work? Are you just doing really great at your current job? And if so, that's not quietly quitting, that's just doing a great job. If you don't wanna be exploited, you need to have that conversation. And as an employer, again, if you hear someone using that term, if you see people that are only doing bare minimum or doing what their job is, then we need to have that conversation. You have to take power back into your hands and say, hey, 
Why are you not wanting to stay late? Why are you guys so angry when you stay late? What does that look like? This term, you don't want it in your hospital. It could mean a variety of different things. And if you do have this term in your hospital, don't get angry about it. Instead, feel like you need to make a difference. Feel like you need to go and have conversations. Yes, you're right. Your employees should have come to you and had a conversation. They did not. I totally think they should have. But you also have to ask yourself, why did they not come to me? Is it because I've closed myself off? Am I burned out? Am I micromanaging? Am I making them feel like they can't come to me? Maybe they don't trust me. We have to do a lot of self-reflection as managers, supervisors, and bosses when our employees are utilizing this term and failing to come to talk to us. Because that's ultimately why this term was created is that people don't feel like they can go and have a conversation and say, hey, I can't keep doing this Saturday shift. I never get to see my kids. I honestly feel like I'm completely checked out from my family and it's not a good feeling. I need to be off of Saturdays on occasion. Let's have a conversation about this. We need employees to be able to say, hey, I can't continue to stay late. I'm tired, I'm exhausted, rather than not talking to their employers. And if they're not talking to you, you have to ask yourself, why are they not coming to me? I thought I was pretty open. I thought I was pretty fair. They're not coming to me. They're talking about quietly quitting. What does that mean and why are they not coming to me? Yeah, you gotta do a little bit of self-reflection. In conclusion, this is a confusing term. It's a new term meant to be cool, sexy, like you're doing something awesome, but really it could mean several different things. Again, it could mean that we are just having employees do the bare minimum. And is there anything wrong with that? It could mean that you have an employee that's now disengaged and maybe they're showing up a little bit late. Maybe they are not cleaning cages as much. Maybe they're not helping to stock and clean or maybe they're avoiding calling clients. Whatever it is, maybe they're just pulling a little bit off of their plate. And if so, then it's not that they're doing the bare minimum. They're actually not doing the best they could. So we need to have that conversation. So whatever it looks like, I can guarantee you the following. When somebody says quiet quitting, it means that they're unhappy. We gotta get to the root cause of that. And if you're someone who has said, I quietly quit, well, you gotta figure out why you're unhappy and you need to communicate that to your employer. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Keep on being a unicorn. Thank you for all that you do. Check out all my other blogs, vlogs, and podcasts at vetteamtraining.com.